episode 95 back up in this thing. And you know what? We are going to intro the pod. We're going to kick things off with the greatest album intro of all time. And I know that's a spicy take and a lot of people aren't even going to know what this is. But you know what? I don't care. Ever since the DMX Snoop versus. Okay. I've I've been on my '90s shit, man. I've been on my '90s. You know, we've talked about 1996. This is my least favorite foamy. Is '90s? Is I'm on my '90s shit foamy? This is my least favorite. No, no, no. This 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 is this is a great <laughs> version of foamy. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you know what this is, I love you. Okay. From the bottom of my heart. Don't listen to buckets. What you doing on our turf, punk? Got a oh, I mean, yeah. Got a message for Smokey. You a smoking man? It ain't smoky, it ain't your motherfucking message. It's vulgar, very vulgar. It's from Willie in the slam. In the slam. Nigga, you been busted. In dust land. Yeah, the man picked me up. Well, I ain't got no fucking time to play with you. Now give me the message. I said this slam. Classic, yeah, classic. All right, buckets is putting his foot down. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we we you've been known to butcher no, no, the classics. No, no, no build a butcher. <laughs> <laughs> you have to build a butcher yeah. mustache, and you're mis reciting. No, no, Nas lyrics. No, okay. So <laughs> Attica, I knew he said Attica. Okay, <laughs> am I ever gonna I, live it down? I'm just gonna tell you. Okay, so um, that's Iron Maiden off of the Ghostface Iron Man album. 1996. Okay, good. This is an album that you and I listened to a lot. Yeah, many we times. had this CD back in the day. Yes. Young lads trying to uh, make our way or trying to find our way in the world. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, and, hard. it's uh, hard out there. Trying to follow Ghostface Killer. Yeah. And so it, it, it was... Uh, <laughs> oh, man. It, it's a good path that he laid down. But I absolutely love that. I was listening to it in the car earlier today. Love it. You ain't smoky. Ain't your mother message. Leaked it out. Uh, uh, good. A little self-censorship there. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> so um, also, and you know, I've, I've been going hot and heavy on the rate and review. Okay, yeah, it's good. Because we went like 89 episodes without, without ever mentioning yeah, it. Yeah. And come to find out, like, you know. It's a huge part. On YouTube, you know, you want people to subscribe to the channel. You want them to like the video, yeah, of yeah. course. But, you know, those subscription numbers, that's what a lot of people are are trying to funnel people towards. yes. Subscriptions, I don't know that they really matter all that much on the pod. What we need is we need to get into that algo to find the new eyes and the new ears. Yeah. yeah. I think subscriptions eyes, help. Right now, eyes wouldn't help all that much. No, not at all. But yeah, subscriptions probably help a little bit. But here's the moral of the story. Don't uh, don't go against my thing here. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Rate and review the pod. But only if it's five stars. Only if it's five stars. Which I've also gone against many times. If if you don't have a five-star review in your pocket for us, then uh, you know keep it. Keep, you know, it, keep it in the pocket. L- listen, th- what I like to live by, if you don't have anything nice to say that goes along with a five-star review, keep it to yourself. Yeah. You know, it's just I'm, words to live by. I'm going to quote Stringer Bell because I've been watching a lot of Wire. The Wire. Yeah. <laughs> Or even the slam, the no, wire. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> no th- there are some things where you can just say it's not like the Bronx. You don't have to say the all the time. You could say oh, I was watching the wire. Mm. I guess you have to say the wire. You can't say I'm watching wire. I'm watching wire. 
<laughs> it doesn't I'm work. I'm from Bronx. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. The, you gotta have the the. No, no. What I'm saying is, <laughs> no. What I'm saying is, the Bronx. You have to say the. You can't say I'm from Bronx. <laughs> yeah, is what people who aren't from the Bronx. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm from. Yeah, Bronx. yeah. And you're like, oh, really? What part? Uh, well, uh, uh. You ever seen the Joker? Uh, my uncle. You seen those stairs? You seen those stairs? <laughs> yeah, I'm from right. I'm from right by there. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but what I was gonna say is. To Coach Drigo Bell, okay, who's I think his name is Russell in real life. When he tries to go legit, he tries to go <laughs> he's legit. trying to go legit, too right legit now. to quit. And he's like, he's talking to Avon. He's like, "Yo, B, shit's out of pocket, B." He took that economics class, and, uh, <laughs> and he went to BCCC and just, yeah. just got. Uh, I'm not mad at him. He was trying to make some moves, but you know that's not what Avon was on. No, okay, just so, a good old fashioned gangster, I suppose. Mm. Avon Barksdale. Th- that's a butcher job of a quote. Great, great character, though. Great character. We we can talk about The Wire some more because I have a new... He, I always loved him, but I have a new favorite character. In The Wire? In The Wire. Okay. I think prior, it probably was Avon. Prior to The Wire. Prior to The Wire. Yeah. Mark McGuire. Okay. Oh, nice. Okay, there you go. There you go. <laughs> they did it 30 for 30 on bit, him. Bit. I tried to watch it. I couldn't finish. All right, so Buckets doesn't know how to <laughs> assemble a, a bar. No, no. <laughs> Sometimes you just go, that's what I like to call it, Drake. <laughs> then he's going to rhyme finish with like diminish like in like a couple couple minutes i like thick women because my aunt she wrote equestrian and i'm just like what <laughs> let me google equestrian it's like it's horses like horse riding yeah i'm like wait what what's, what's happening here i will say was this a swing and a miss. i will say this great song which i actually mentioned that song in the last episode which is a patreon exclusive so right. yes it is but no, no but i hate that line it's a bad line it's, it's also line. not very ac- i mean come on give me a break you like, you like thick women because your aunt rode equestrian? Yeah. No, no, no. Come on, bro. Cut the shit. <laughs> hey, Aubrey. Cut the shit. Yeah. What was I going to say? What was I saying? Okay, you were saying uh, I was in Mark the- McGuire, you have a new favorite character. Oh, my new favorite character. So yeah. who is it? It's going to be Omar. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, oh. So- It oh, was Avon. I, I, I don't know why I said Avon. Omar w- was my favorite. Oh, Okay. Omar probably still is my favorite. So, okay. that, that, and you're he, saying he's now, he's in a, he's in another. You're saying league. now it's Avon. No, N- number two was Avon Bodie. I love nah, Bodie. I now nah, I love Bodie, man. I love Bodie. Keep watching. I'm Just keep watch. watching. You're a season behind me. I'm on the last season now. My favorite character is Snoop. I'm on because because of, of her accent. You, you know, we were talking about villains on the last episode. And by the way, by the way. Your whole Hannibal Lecter is not a villain thing. I stand by it. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. I stand by it. No, no, don't stand by that. It's a bad take. No, no. It's, it's one of I'm your. Not, I, I stand on my takes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay. Um, oh, hang on, because this is. Start the clock. This is going too long. <laughs> I got to get out of here. Start <laughs> the clock. All right. It's official. Um, what was I saying? Bodie. Bodie. I like Bodie. No, you were saying Snoop. You didn't like Snoop. my Hannibal. Oh, oh, okay. We were talking about I villains. need you to keep the train of thought here. We were talking about villains. Snoop is an underrated. She's a villain. Yeah. Dude, she's, she's a villain. She's, she's nuts. She's the, about her the, B.I. I mean, she's more than about her B.I. with the damn nail gun. Like, come on. The, she's a nut. I'm not on the nail gun yet. Hey, buddy. She, she's a nut. Okay. Buckets doesn't want me to spoil anything. She She's an absolute nut. Before we jump into the meat and potatoes. Okay. Meat and Tater. Taters. 
Tater tots. Yeah. Not good. I don't like tater tots. You know? Very overrated. I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say underrated. No, no, no. I'm going to say underrated cafeteria food. No, very very overrated. Not enough. I'm going to tell you what's overrated Too much crunch. People aren't going to like this. In fact, we might have some people uh, unsubscribe or leave less than five star reviews for this take right here. But you know what? But I stand on the take. I, I stand on this take. This is a hill that I'm willing to die on. Swedish meatballs at Ikea suck. Okay, if I had them one time, I thought they were okay. I, t- I was like, okay. give me a break. Do you know? I don't get it, though. Like, it's Ikea, and they Maybe sell- Maybe a decade ago. <laughs> long, long ago, okay? I mean, People it- would actually tell me, and, and I, I've even seen people say this semi-recently, you know, before quarantine, obviously, but- They go to Ikea just for the meatballs? Yeah. Come on. Give me a break. You're going to walk around that maze? You can't get- You go in, you can't get out of the place- for three hours. It's weird because- For a, few, for a plate of little meatballs? <laughs> Come on. Listen. I mean, also, I'm, I don't, a, I'm, think a, I'm a very proud Italian, okay? <laughs> so, so I'm just going to tell you. I think meatballs are overrated. I would rather have chopped right. up hamburger. All right, all right. I would rather have bolognese. <laughs> all right. Let me, let, let, me, let me just tell you. You're a sad excuse for an Italian, okay? <laughs> I don't claim to be Italian. I mean, you are Italian. <laughs> but I don't claim it. Okay. So that's interesting. <laughs> That's interesting. So you're in denial of your DNA, but that's fine. <laughs> meatballs. I mean, I won't stand for that. Don't call meatballs overrated again. No, they are. No, They're but they need, meatballs are delicious, but they got to be cooked by an Italian grandma. <laughs> Come on. Anything other than that, what are we really doing here? No, I, I think it's overrated. What are we doing? I think it's, here's what I'll tell you. Meatballs is meatloaf disguised into a ball. <laughs> Listen. So they're like, hey, you know what? It's it's not a it's not a brick, it's not a loaf of meat. If the meat it's ball, a ball of meat, I, I'm just not into it. If the meatball wasn't made by an old Italian dude named Pasquale, <laughs> <laughs> I, you just said grandma though, Pasquale. Yeah, then it's not official. Okay, okay, it's not uh, official. Yeah, I went both. I went okay, grandma, grandma, I went grandpa. Okay, unisex on the grandparents. <laughs> Shouts to the wolf pack. I, I got to reel you okay. in. You, you're an absolute nut today. Okay, but I'm just saying with Ikea, I don't really get the big deal. Yeah, yeah, no, that's the whole thing. So you're saying they're overrated. I'm co-signing the overrated. Okay, there we go. So we agree. I don't think people are going to get upset with that, though. I, you'd be surprised. People are into those Swedish meatballs. And, and also, let's be honest, too. A meatball ain't Swedish, okay? So let's just get that. Let's just clear the air on that as well, Okay. <laughs> Italian. <laughs> no, that's why they're saying a Swedish meatball. No, 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 no. You don't say an Italian meatball. Uh-uh. I gotta stop saying Italian. Like I'm, I'm in Rocky. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Italian. Adrian. Yo, Adrian. For those of you not already aware, I know a lot of you are. Patreon.com forward slash Mister Former Simpson. We're up over three hundred Wolf Packians now. Yeah. And I've mentioned this before, but when we get to five hundred, we are gonna do something. Mega dope. Yeah. Mega. And it's not, that's not a word that I use much. Yeah. Maybe, is it is it Shark Week? Was it Shark Week recently? recently? I feel like it's always Shark Week. I feel like Shark Week is hockey season of huh. the weeks. So it's always there. Yeah. Megalodon. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm talking Megalodon about. Megalodon is a huge shark. Yeah, that's why I was saying mega. And maybe I had seen. There was something on Netflix. They're really pushing the shark content heavy. Okay. Maybe, maybe that's what I was. I've told you this many times. Sharks have, they got, they need a new publicist. Because sharks actually aren't that bad, and they're good for the environment. No, no, I, I don't want to hear that. I'm I, just telling you, listen, they're good. They probably are good for the environment. 
spare me the not dangerous. No, thing. but they don't actually hurt that many people. It's just it's a yeah because they're it's in the an ocean. Ac- There's not that many people in there. No, no, I'm just saying it's an astronomically low amount of injuries caused by sharks. That's all I'm saying. Okay, I stand by that. I stand on that take too. You're not, you're not getting me in the ocean. Yeah, okay, that's fine. I mean, you don't got to go in there. I'm just telling you. I'm a I'm a land based mammal. So every week, greetings and salutations to the new wolf packians. Yes. So here we go. You know, I feel like we need a maybe a little a little drum roll. That's a bad drum roll. Adam, I like mine better. Adam Harrell. Yeah, my boy, my guy. Shouts to a Harrell. Welcome to the squadron, my man. Fantastic golfer, really? Yes, a fantastic golfer. Okay, buckets with the uh, with the uh, backstory. Yes. Okay, with with a little bit of details. Okay, I like it. I'm not a fantastic golfer, but you know what? That's a good golfer name. I think. Yeah, Harold. Yeah, I could see that. That's I could solid. see that. Yeah, on the back nine with the four iron. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's good for sure. Shouts to Julian Gomez. Yes, JG, JGZ. Oh, Un- I like that. Young JZ, JGZ underrated i don't know what you were doing there but underrated i was just trying to say it fast is the three initials yeah i like it's it. like a run dmc situation you're saying obj jgz yeah we make it work we make it work shouts to scott young that's yes. a quarterback that's an all-american right there that's definitely a quarterback like that guy can he can sling the guy's got a, a can. guy's got a cannon he is he's no uncle rico I mean, Uncle Rico could probably throw, more accurate. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uncle Rico could throw a pigskin over the mountains that are literally about 200 miles off in the distance. The guy's got an arm on him. Yeah. Shouts to Jamal Kreider. Kreider. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. Could be Critter, could be Kreider. Critter, Kreider. I'm going Kreider. I think Kreider was the predict, uh, I would, I can, I combined correct and pronunciation. Okay, okay. Uh, rough Criders anthem. Okay, yes. you can see I, I'm, I'm still on my DMX. Okay, way. good. Shouts to Tui. One word. Yes, that's all you need. Just Tui. There's Tua. There's Tui. Ah, I like it. Yeah, tank like for it. Tui. I like it. Welcome to the pack, my man. Shouts to Chris Gordon. Last but not least, C Gordon. Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon. There you go. That's good. Yeah, this guy's probably got some wheels on him. Yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah, four two forty flat. Wow. 4-2. I think, you know, the 40 times are always, they're always weird because, listen, they're there, hand time. There's 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 a element of human error there. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know. You know what we never talked about? And I don't know if you saw this. Terrell Owens ran a 40 against Tyreek Hill. I did see that. And held his own. He lost, but yeah. He did lose. I think another one he gave Terrell Owens a head start, and I think he beat him. Maybe uh, he didn't. Terrell Owens won with the head start. Yeah. But anyway, Tyreek Hill is fast. I mean, Tyreek Hill. I mean, the cheetah. I mean, the dude is so fast. But Terrell Owens is like, got to be in his mid-40s. Yeah. Maybe late 40s. Like, how old? Like, let's fact check this. How old is Terrell Owens? Um, I would say he's in his 40s. I, I don't think he's 50. He's definitely in his 40s. Yeah, I don't think he's 50 either. But that's insane. And so I guess they time them both separately. And supposedly Terrell Owens runs a four four forty. Really, still four four something. That's my quarterback. That's insane. That is really really insane. How, he's forty six. Okay, good. So we were forty six years old, mid forties. I mean, he's an he is an absolute freak. That's crazy that you can do that. That's crazy. Forty times. Yes. 40 what's, your, t- what, what's your forty time? My forty time right now. 
5'8". Wow. Flat. 5'8", just fully opened up. Trucking. In my, you know, a lot of people might not know this about me, but back in my day, back in my day. You're not as good as you once were. Back in my, <laughs> I could, I could run. Yeah. I could really run. And, you know, now I got a little, I'm a little extra husky. Uh, I'm working on that. It, yeah. But. You're preparing for hibernation. I did get clocked at a four, five, seven on the UMass campus. That's a true story. That's a true story. So, and what about you? What's your 40 time right I know, now? That no one, oh, right now? Right now. I'd say I'd go a five flat. Maybe a four nine, I think. I think I could nah, get a. faster than that. I think I get a sub five. You could go four, you could go four seven right now. You think so? Four seven, four eight. Yeah. Yeah, you still got some good wheels. Okay. Let's talk about some stuff. Time out. Okay, time out. To flag on the play. Did I ever tell on? you about my friend's neighbor who has like a three-year-old son that can run a four seven? No, no, no. So that guy loves the Patriots, loves Tom Brady, named his son Brady after Tom Brady. Okay. Who's bad. now Tampa Bay. Okay, bad direction. No, no, it's good. It actually all worked out because he ended up in in the backyard of this guy. Where are you going with this, man? So my friend was asking him, hey, is he going to play football? Which is, a, you know, it seems like a logical trajectory. Yeah, a lot, yeah, yeah, exactly. Name Brady. He can play football. Okay, good. And he goes, ah, he don't got the wheels. Neither does Brady. I mean, but your kid's three years Did old. Did you see Brady coming out of college? Brady looked older coming out of college than he does now. He just turned 43 yesterday. I mean, the dude was or built. On Monday. The yeah. dude was built, like, not well. <laughs> not well at all. My point is. That the guy has a three-year-old son, and he's saying he can't make it already. <laughs> it's like, dude, hey. Writing him hey, off quick. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's get him some athletic training. He doesn't have the wheels at three? I don't even think I could walk at three. I think it was a late bloomer. Yeah. yeah you know, who It knows? happens. Yeah. It happens. Okay. We've been in quarantine for a long time. Yeah. Was since March? Yeah, March. March. March, kid. It's, it seems like it's going by kind of quick. I don't know. It's like all a dream. It's fast and it's quick. It's fast and it's quick. And it's slow is what I meant to say. It's, it's fast and it's quick. <laughs> yeah, it's fast, it's quick, and it's slow. Okay. It's a little bit of slow motion in there where you're where it's like that's quite a line. This is still going. Whoa. There is a little bit of a surreal feeling to it all. Yeah. Right. But it is it is kind of like a, a new normal in a sense too. Like I just I got the mask on me. Yeah. Just no. I keep it in the fanny pack. I, I keep that thing on I me. Keep, it definitely concerns uh, me a little, little bit, bit yeah. but I pack that thing too. Yeah, exactly. You, you gotta have it on you. That's what that's what I say about Corona. It concerns me a little bit, but I pack that thing too, aka the mask. You got you definitely gotta have the mask on you. So but yeah it is. It's like it's almost habit now. I think what'll be interesting to see is even after there's a vaccine and and it's a little bit more manageable and under control will people still wear masks because i I say yes i think for a large population of the people a large population of the people okay that's a good one he's a wordsmith today (laughs) yeah okay quick and fast but that one actually made sense okay i think a bunch of people are still gonna wear the mask i agree because to quote bane nobody cared who i was until i put on the mask and by bane i mean maybe that's batman (laughs) I don't know. Oh, wow. Okay, so Might even be the Joker. Buck, wow. Okay. <laughs> it's not the Joker. But, but Buckets he has is, a clown mask at different points, though. Buckets is, Buckets tried to tell me the Joker was like 19 last week. So <laughs> uh, You tried to say the Joker was in his 50s. No, not his 50s. He's like late 40s. No, no, no. He's like, like 32. I mean, I'm just looking he's at a the young, sequential he's, timeline he's, here. He's a young hipster. I mean, <laughs> Joker. Yeah. Yaquin. No, no, I'm talking about the Heath Ledger. I know, but Heath, Heath Ledger, Ledger but came I'm no Joker. after... 
Yeah, Queen. No, but he came before prequel, but it's a fake prequel. It's not a fake prequel. It is a fake prequel. No, no, no. It's, it's setting everything up. Now, the biggest thing, I'm going to tell you the two things that the quarantine hurt me the most on. Okay. Number one is no sports. Number two is the inability to travel. Yes. Haven't been anywhere. I agree. Number two, still on ice, no traveling, but sports are back. They are. Specifically the NBA, my favorite sport, basketball. Basketball is my favorite sport. NBA bike, baby. Yeah. It's back. They're in the bubble. It's going well. There's no corona cases, no COVID cases. I'm really excited about it. It's, It's been dope. We didn't think it was really possible. No, they, they're proving they, me wrong. They bubbled them up. Yeah. They bubbled them up, and we were like, how are they going to do it with no fans? It might look stupid and blah, blah, blah. I, I was a little bit on the other side of that one. I thought that they were – I didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal, the no fans thing. No, but for but sure. they've but done well. One thing that I applaud everybody involved in is it's not like an open gym, which is what I thought it might have the feel of like, oh, these are just like some really good players in an open gym now. Well, they've got fake noise. They've got canned noise. No, no, for sure. They're doing the friends. They're doing ha, 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 laughter. They're doing the 90s sitcom for sure. But, it's, and then they got the, the virtual fans that are up you know, on the on the screens all around the court. Well, it's, I think it's three sides. Three sides. Because they don't show the other side really at all. Right. Because you don't know what's going on over there. There's a lot of cameras over there. A lot of cameras. There's some really cool angles, some new camera stuff. Well, there's that sliding angle, right? The sideline slider, which is not possible during an actual game because there's fans there, courtside. Right. And one of the things that I I thought was kind of interesting, and I actually heard Bill Simmons talk about this, but I've always hated the photographer's under the hoop yeah move yeah get away like move back up and get a better lens and even the courtside seats like i get that they have the stars there and you know you'll see jack nicholson and courtside yeah. you know you'll see nelly on the sidelines okay nelly cool. had, no no, no. nelly okay. ain't been there in years kid okay cool but at the same time it's so much better for basketball to, it's flat out unsafe how many guys have rolled their ankle on a cameraman a lot of people. Exactly. One thing about basketball is it's much more like football, right? You're even when you have the best seats possible, you're way back. You're like fifty yards from the field, right? You're like like I, I don't know what a hundred feet, seventy five feet. Yeah, I mean for sure, and, and you're up high. I would say yeah. You, so so it's a hypotenuse situation. Okay, so buckets is going geometry on us. Yeah, they're, they're much further back. We've sat courtside at an NBA game. You and I, right under the hoop, right under the hoop. It's too close. Yeah, it's too damn close to the players, and and I think it's a safety hazard. Is is the point that I'm well, making? Well, what so, I was the point I was making is basketball is much more of an uh, an intimate setting. Uh, sports setting as a fan as a spectator agreed and i think they can still keep it pretty intimate but i think they got to back people up a little bit i think those photographers at the very least got to got to get out of there yeah shoot with a farther le- with a lens that lets you get a little further yeah you know i'm a big camera guy so i, I know these a things. telescopic lens they call that now the lakers clinched the number one seed which seems like i mean it's cool that the number one seed but it's it takes it, away the biggest advantage of the number one seed it's just it, it's it kind of sucks for them because they really put in the work all season. LeBron had it turned on. AD had it turned on. And they really did what they had to do to get that number one seed. And now the biggest advantage that they would normally have, which would be home court, is no longer an advantage because well, they're all in the bubble. Yeah, home court is one 
major advantage and then the matchups, right? And, and the matchups are still there. Yeah. So, it, so they have that it's, advantage it's, it's still. Some, it, it is a, an advantage, but not the same way that it would normally be. Who is your favorite to win, the Lakers? I still think the Clippers are the favorite to win, uh, but I want the Lakers. Yeah, I think uh, the Clippers, man, they're just – they're so deep and 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 they have Paul George and Kawhi Leonard on the wings who are elite scorers and elite defenders yeah. at those positions. And, I mean, the Lakers beat them, obviously, in the first game. But they, they did. But they didn't have Lou Will and they didn't have Montrezl Harrell. Yeah, so. now they have beat them with those players earlier in the season. But the Lakers are capable. But you just think in a seven-game series – You'd probably have to give a little bit of a advantage as far as who's the favorite to the Clippers, yeah. in my opinion. But what, I guess what I'll say is, if LeBron plays out of his mind, then the Lakers win, or AD as well, yeah, or but, both. But I think that LeBron is the best player out of those four guys, out of those four superstars. I think LeBron is the best of those superstars. He pro- I, I agree that he has the potential to when he's in full LeBron mode. That he's still a little yeah. bit untouchable. Now, it's just a- about AD's been going pretty nuts. So I yeah, guess he he's been up, he's been up game. and down. Yeah, we're, we're talking too much about it. I don't want to deep dive it, but what I do want to talk about is J Cole making an NBA run, yes. an NBA push. So for those of you who don't know, Master P, the legend, right? He was on a summer league team for the Hornets. Two teams. He was on the the Raptors. Oh, that's right. Team. He was on the Raptors. That's right. He was on the Raptors. So he was on a couple summer league teams. J. Cole wants to play in the NBA. Yes. All right. I'm not one to squelch dreams or tell someone not to go for something. J. Cole's in his 30s. It's not going to happen. If it, I, it, it would, it would purely be a publicity stunt at, the, at this point. There's, and don't get me wrong, J. Cole can hoop for like open runs. Yeah. Right. Like you and I have played enough basketball. We've played against enough NBA players, even recently. Yeah. You know, we have a couple friends who play in the league right now. We were not that long ago yes. playing against them. What people don't realize about the NBA is even the players that you probably haven't even heard their name, yeah. who are the last guys on the bench, in most cases, they're going to give the best dude from your neighborhood 90. Yeah. J. Cole, and it's not to say that people can't improve, but J. Cole was not even a star on his high school team, and it yeah. wasn't even a good high school team. Yeah. Uh, now, they might have had one year where they were pretty good, but as far as a team, but he, he, he wasn't even the best player on his local it, high school it's team. It's publicity. He didn't play in college. Sh- he didn't. Sharks need the same publicity team, the same publicist as J. Cole. It's that's what if, I'm saying. If he does get on even a summer league team, it's purely publicity. And I mean it is what it is. Yeah. But 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 there's no way. There I, there's there's I no agree. way at all. It, it it's not you would absolutely destroy J. Cole. Absolutely I mean, absolutely destroy J. Cole. So he he's got no business in the NBA. But if it does happen, they should they should go at his neck. The NBA guy should go to his neck. Just like, just like the NBA players, for the most part, can't be rappers. Yeah. It's but and, and it's something that we've seen over the years. You know, rappers want to be athletes, athletes want to be rappers. Yeah. It usually doesn't work out so well. I mean that's my take d- on it. Definitely the summer league, obviously, also where those guys are like playing for 
for they're playing for a job there. Those guys, a lot of times, are in a position where they're going to get cut. They're going to go to the D League. They're going to play overseas. If if they have J Cole on them, they're going to go absolutely insane. Yeah. What what people don't realize is you have to be able to do more than knock a shot down here and there. To like, yeah, anyone could can hit a shot if put in the right scenario or opportunity. You know, but that doesn't mean that you're able to play at that level. So. Uh, I, I'll leave it at that. The sneakers are good, though. I played in them this past weekend. The, the the Puma sneakers are very good. I tested them out. Puma Puma basketball is dope. What they've done over the last couple years from the signature athletes to even teaming up with someone like J. Cole. I think it's really, really dope what they're doing. But J. Cole, stay out the league, bro. Yeah. The Rock bought the XFL. Yes. And we won't go into it too much because... I hate to get too sports centric. Otherwise, we'll be talking sports for two hours. But hard not to like The Rock. There's, there's great guy. For me, there's a couple people like in sports where you're like, if you don't like that person, how? Yeah, exactly. Like, how do you not like like people that come to mind? LeBron James. Yeah. How do you not like the dude? I don't understand it. Like, how do you everything that he's accomplished? He's a family man. Everything that he does charity-wise and gives back, the dude built a school. Like, how do you not love this dude? Same thing goes for The Rock, who obviously is more of an actor now, but he is an athlete first. He's an athlete first. And he's a football player. And as a WWF a guy, he's a – I don't know if you'd call those athletes. Although I call them athletes. They're athletic, but more of entertainers. That's Even though athletes are entertainers, obviously. I, I, I agree. It's not like It's not like the WWE is some – actual sport but but i still do consider those guys athletes i guess but the rock how do you not like him if you smell i mean he's my second favorite it of all doesn't time. doesn't matter okay he's my second favorite of all time behind stone cold yeah and, no, and, and, no one but stone cold is a far in a way number one not even close i love stone cold i love the rock the, oh i love the rock too i'm not i'm not saying that and i also love what he He's become, he's like blossomed into like, oh yeah, one of the, the best guys are, ever. And not only that, but like a megastar. Yeah. Um, who else would be on that list? Maybe Patrick Mahomes. Hard to dislike him. Yeah. Maybe not on the level. He hasn't been around as long as the Rock or LeBron to kind of accomplish as much, but he's another guy that I'm not a Chiefs fan, but it's kind of just hard not to root for him. I feel like that's how I feel also about Denzel. It's like, how can you not like Denzel? Denzel Washington, a, a, another great dude. Okay. So those are our man crushes. There yes. you go. <laughs> They've been revealed. I was on Twitter earlier, and Twitter Twitter is an interesting place. Very interesting. Oh, it, it's, it's, it's a great place because it's instant news, Yeah. right? News, boom, 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 boom. Instant reactions also. Not instant reactions. News. Some of the the most fun times or experiences like when watching the Jordan documentary, which is on Netflix now, by the way, I'm going to watch it again, but I've become like the watch again guy, but it's, I forget what I was going to say now. What was I talking about? You're saying that the, everybody on Twitter watching the same thing is, is is, one of the funnest things. It's epic. Most fun. I absolutely love it. You know, everyone's reacting. Everyone's got their hot takes, putting their two cents in. There's some debates some funny stuff, inevitably from from Twitter, watching a show, the memes and gifts emerge. You yeah. know, from the from the Jordan doc, you had the 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 white dude with the uh, with the long Jerry curl with the shoulder yeah. shrug. That was a good one. 
Jordan also like taking off the headphones saying he's listening to Kenny Lattimore. So good. We, we even use that one for a little podcast um, promo. Promo. Yeah. So Twitter can be a really fun place, but also is kind of just a cesspool of negativity. Oh, yeah. There's always, and I feel like Twitter is a place where men and women go to virtual uh, war in a sense. Battle. Battle royale. Battling. Who ain't shit? Who's, you know, dates and $200 dates and this and that yeah, and blah, men blah, are blah. Trash. Women are trash, right? et cetera, exactly. et cetera. So what I saw today was a picture of a woman. And I guess it, it, it would, it, now to your point, you think a lot of this stuff is staged. I think it's almost all staged. And, and this did appear staged to me, but it looked like a Facebook post. Okay. You and I don't do Facebook, but it looked like a Facebook post that a dude took a picture of a girl. Okay. And said, I'm so nervous. We're on our first date. Okay. Now, number one, first and foremost, it's a little strange. If you're on a first date, I don't know the backstory or the history, but maybe don't take a picture. Maybe don't take a picture of the person and put it on your social media if it's yeah. the first date. And then I agree. That, but, that's a uh, rule break number one. But that was the caption. Okay. Okay. I'm, we're on our first date. I'm so nervous. Yes. Okay. And then she posted on her Facebook a picture of him that just said, I finessed this dude out of a free Texas roadhouse meal. Okay. So, and I'm going to show you, I actually screenshot it here. Stage. This is a so, stage. This has got stage written all over it. So here, I agree. It has stage. And I'm going to tell you what the telltale sign for me is in, in this uh, look, particular scenario. Yeah. So here's the picture that the dude posted supposedly. All right, so you see that. it's And it says, our first date, I'm so nervous. Yeah. Okay? And she posts this. All right, a picture of him. Uh, just He drank all his water, though. He's hydrated. He's very hydrated. Just finesse this lame-ass dude for some Texas Roadhouse. And so <laughs> very the harsh. whole thing is, you know, and you remember uh, going back a while, uh, City girls, city boys, and 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 we were keeping the yeah. we were keeping track. Yeah, the score. Yeah, it was like watching an episode of Maury. Yeah, keeping the score. Who's up? The men or the women? Yeah. Who's who's winning this game? And I'm going to tell you why I'm not believing it and why I think it's staged. Uh, the the wife beater no, that, that, that he's say, wearing. Yeah, he, he's the wearing a, a wife beater, also known as an A shirt. He's he's wearing. Is that what they're called? An A shirt? Yeah, A shirt or a tank top. Yeah, I guess wife beater. That's a shitty name. Yeah. To, to, to have, but. Um, I guess that's all I've ever known him to be called. But hey, we got to rename the shirts. Yeah, rename the the shitty football teams and, and rename the shirts. But I don't think that if he was on his first date, first date, and he was and 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 listen, and he was nervous, and he was nervous. I don't think you wear that's the ensemble you don't put together. I don't think you put that outfit on. So I I, I do think it's staged. But it he it, he also appears to be uh, wearing a purse. No, he's got one of the. Uh, it's not a purse. It's one of those. What are those called? Not a camera bag, but it's like a little satchel. Nah, I call that a purse. Really? You're not into that? I mean, I love the I love the fanny pack. Which, yeah, I mean, you wear a fanny pack. Which you I, could I think call the, a purse. Supreme also. had one of these. I, I I think that they were. I think they were dope. I don't have one, but like I don't a, wear. I don't a wear shoulder fanny. bag. I think they called them. I don't wear fanny packs either. You're the fanny pack guy, but I will say about this situation is that it leads me to my next thing, which is is getting a free Texas Roadhouse meal. A finesse? No. That doesn't, it's not really, I mean, like, I mean, that's not can, a lick. How much can you spend at Texas Roadhouse in a meal? 40 bucks? I mean, I, I don't, what I started thinking about is, 
I don't know if I've ever been to Texas Roadhouse. No, I've been there. You can eat peanuts, and I think you throw the peanuts on the ground. I have been there one time then, but it was only because Outback was closed or there wasn't one nearby. Forget what it was. But they don't got no damn blooming onion. I mean, I mean, yeah, they don't have a blooming onion. I mean, if you got the blooming onion for free, then maybe you could post that. Maybe you hit that. I mean, the blooming I mean, onion. Yeah, that, it's like a ten dollar thing, though. I'm saying that's not a. All right, you, you're getting too literal. You're getting too literal on me. I was making a, a joke. Okay, a blooming onion joke. And got, <laughs> I'm talking about fiscal. Re- I'm talking about fiscal responsibility here, buddy. All right, so, so buckets is going. Buckets is going very math teacher on. Okay. Me. Well, technically, if you had, it was a nine eighty nine for the Bloomin' Onion plus tax, depending on what state you lived in. All right, so Buckets is going okay, absolute wow. dorko on me. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Texas Roadhouse. You're saying the Bloomin' Onion is a finesse. Peanuts I'm, on the ground is not a finesse. I'm saying Texas Roadhouse is not, not finesse worthy. I, I just don't know. that. That's like. That's a weird flex. Yeah, weird flex, but okay. That's a weird flex. And this is coming from someone who, again, we put it on wax already in previous episodes, but I was the notorious McDonald's dater. Yeah. I mean, that's what, you know, when I was 12, 13 years old, all right, 14 years (laughs) old. I just thought of something so funny and completely not on the McDonald's way, but continue. All right, hit us. Hit us. So I saw on TikTok, which is apparently getting uh, no more. Okay, so his TikTok is going extinct. So is Trumpito, is he, uh, is is Trumpy on the track? He's talking cash shit is what he's doing. He's talking cash shit. He's he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna get rid of TikTok. No, Microsoft, it looks like they're gonna buy TikTok. TikTok is gonna continue. Okay. Looks like uh, a fake, uh, fake out. 50 yard fake out. So Vine got canned, but not TikTok. Yeah. Okay. All right. Funding. It's all about the funding. But basically, what I saw was a was a kid, and on TikTok you can duet something like you can show it on half the screen. You know what I'm talking about? I've seen that. You know so, what I'm talking about? You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know wow. what I'm talking about? Okay, so it's a kid, and the caption says, "My mom's boss's kid is going on this road trip. This kid thinks we're friends. He sucks or something." And it's they're in a car and they're driving, and he's like showing himself. He's showing his mom. He shows the other kid. The kid waves, <laughs> but the caption is like, "Ah, this kid sucks." <laughs> and the kid so far this isn't funny at all the other kid found it and duetted it <laughs> <laughs> was it staged it i don't know i had a feeling that it wasn't staged and the kid's feelings were a little hurt You're, you you are yelling but he got your, your feelings are a little hurt too <laughs> you are riled hey, i'm a up. sensitive guy you're riled no no so he said uh, the kid posted it with like the you know like the, the shrug emoji. The, it's not the shrug emoji though. It's like it's like the T nine shrug. It's like a dash and a backslash. Okay. And then it's like the, that emoji. Okay. The old school. Yeah. Shrug. Okay. And it was that duet, and he's like, and he's, <laughs> he duets the whole thing, and it's just his face like that's funny. deadpan, no okay. laugh, no one can see you. So <laughs> that was a swing and a miss. <laughs> Thank you for giving us <laughs> so that. So funny. Oh, man. Okay. Right. Continue. All right. I'm going to say my McDonald's date stories, <laughs> the spicy chicken with sweet and sour, greater than your shitty TikTok <laughs> no, stories. No, TikTok was so funny. And I think not staged. We got to get into some of the Patreon suggested topics. Okay. After that little tangent. <laughs> no, there. that was good. I love it. We, we got we to reel you back in. We got to reel you in. But- you had a, a TikTok recently. Yeah, now, I did. If, for those of you who don't know, yes, we do have a TikTok page handle. <laughs> yeah. 
at Mr. Former Simpson on TikTok for uh, Bill Walton impressions and Buckets doing a lot of squatting. I thought it was a great TikTok. It was a great TikTok. Now, it takes years to produce. Yes. But nonetheless, great. It's not something you could pump out daily. <laughs> hey. That's for sure. Yes. Okay. So, Patreon page. Let's see what some of these topics are hitting for. Scroll to the top. Taylan Aplar. What's good, fellas? Hope all is well. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Is BS coming back? BSP coming back. Sorry. Yay or nay? So for those of you who don't know, BSP is Banana Soup Productions. It is a channel that you and I used to post non-sneaker-related content on. Yeah, and, and kind of like bigger projects. Yeah, little skits, little uh, little funny kind of stuff. I guess it was like a comedy-type channel. Yeah. The answer is yes. Yay, it is coming back. I do not have a time frame TBD. on that. TBD, and we'll have to see. But yes, ultimately, that will definitely come back. It may be in a year. I don't see it happening sooner than that. It may be in three years, yeah. but it will come back. I agree. Brendan, I saw you and Tony D too wild. For those of you who don't know, Tony D is a sneaker YouTube guy. Yeah. And a, a friend of ours. Talking about Dak on Twitter. QTO, that's my quarterback. Wow, you oh, just said that earlier. That's my quarterback. See, the Wolfpackians were all on the same wavelength. Yes. The same mental <laughs> wavelength. That's my quarterback, man. He was, he was, listen, he was Romo. emotional. He was on the Rumble coaster. He was very, very emotional. I know you guys are Giants fans, so power rank your top five all-time NFC East QBs. Eli Manning. Okay. Eli Manning. Eli Manning. Eli Manning. Eli Manning. Why wow, you go Dylon, 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 Dylon. Okay. So Eli Manning, yeah. Eli Manning is up there. Uh, I think you'd have to have Troy Aikman. Yeah. Even though I think he's a little overrated skillastically. Yeah. He's okay. a, what he, do you think about that word? That was good. He was a winner, though. He won. They he, had a great he team. He won. I'm pretty sure he had an NFL MVP, if I'm not mistaken. They won Super Bowls, him and Emma Smith, Michael Irvin. Yeah, they were the, uh, the America's team, the dynasty, you know? Yeah. So even as Giants fan. Um, Probably Donovan McNabb you'd have to put up there. Yep, Donovan McNabb is, would definitely be in there. You'd probably have to have uh, Roger Staubach in there. Who's that? That's the old. He's a cowboy? He's the old cowboy. No, I'm not going that far back. I'm not doing throwbacks. I'm doing like my I lifetime. I want to say, and this is a random fact off the top of the melon here, but I want to say he led the NFL in passing yards, like, I don't know, like five seasons, maybe? I mean, this is like, you're getting too fantasy-centric on me. I don't no, care. No, that's not fantasy-centric. That's, hey, listen, it's like leading the NBA in scoring. No. Leading in passing w- yards. When? He's like the George Mikan of, I think of he football? Played in the, I think he played in the 70s. No, nah, no, nah, I'm out. I'm out on that. All right, so so we go, Roger, I'm sorry. You're out. I'm sorry you're out of there, guy. Buckets gives you the no vote. So we're going to go, we're going to go three, not five. Okay. We're going to go... I do like Dak, though. I think Dak's a really good quarterback. But we're going to go. Shit, you might have to give Romo some some consideration, but he just didn't win. So Well, he didn't win in the postseason. Yeah. He had like a pretty good like regular season career. I, I, but I'm talking about the big dance. Yeah. Eli Manning, in no particular order. Eli Manning. The, uh, he's number one. Donovan McNabb, Troy Aikman. Yeah. Probably if you were talking to experts, I'm sure they'd have Troy Aikman just off of the numbers. But uh, I agree. I'm going Eli Manning number one. 
I stand on it. Yeah. I stand on that take. Edwin Gonzalez, based on what you saw so far, what team do you think is the best or in the best shape to win the NBA Finals? So I guess we already talked about that. I think here's what I'm going to say because we didn't talk about the other side. Well, I think the Raptors are coming out of the East. I think I think the Raptors are playing well right now, which is good. And I think that the Bucks are really good. Like I don't think it's the gonna- Bucks are really good, but I think the Raptors are an incredible defensive team, and I think they are going to make it hard for Giannis. And I think the other Bucks are going to have to play out of their mind, and I just don't think they're as talented at the other at the other positions as the Raptors are. The Raptors got on the low, kind of a lot of firepower. So I'm going, um, I'll go Raptors, Lakers, just because I'd rather see the Lakers, especially, you know, honor of Kobe and all that. So Raptors, Lakers in the finals, and I'll pick the Lakers. Okay. Yeah, I Bradley like that. Wilson, Foamzell, and the Buckets Esquire. Good morning to you guys and the Wolfpack. We all we got. Just wondering, for the rest of your life, breathe like Darth Vader or talk like Yoda. Breathe uh, like Darth Vader. I probably already breathe like Darth Vader a little bit. So I've been I definitely, do- I think, sleep like Darth I've been Vader. listening to uh, excerpts. Is that the right word? I don't know. Of a book called Breathe. Oh, yeah. Breathing through your nose is very, very important. It's, it's almost one of the most important things. Being a mouth breather. Which I've been almost. So you'd rather talk like Yoda? I mean, we couldn't do the podcast. No one would listen to that. No, they would listen for a sure. Yoda pod. Yeah, I think that would get annoying. No, no. You know, I, I mean, and I would like, just, I would just try to play off the publicity and the hype of Baby Yoda, and just, just take that for what it's worth. Yeah. Huh? Ah, man, I, I don't know, I don't know. Yoda, I think that that would end up being up there with the Boston accent as far as most annoying accents. Okay. Sorry, ma. Bradley Wilson. Oh no, we already did Bradley Wilson. Nico Fuego. What do you hear? What do you say, fellas? Now that you are both finished with The Sopranos, what are your thoughts on what happened to Tony at the very end of the series in Holston's? I've heard all sorts of theories, but wanted to hear what you both thought. Appreciate the hell, appreciate the hell out of you both and much love. Okay. So this is a spoiler alert. Fast forward two minutes. I'd say three. Let's just go three. Three minutes. You if, might miss something good, but you might not. If you have not already watched Sopranos, but if you haven't already watched Sopranos, what are you doing with your life? You should have already seen. Get it. on it. Spoiler alert! In three, two, one, Tony dies. Yeah, Tony gets shot at the end. I think everything led up to that. I told you that after I watched it, and you tried to tell me you disagreed. Yeah, and even after you I, staunchly, yeah, disagreed. And even after I watched it. I felt like that's what the director, that's what everybody wanted you to believe, but I chose to believe that he didn't get killed. And then about a week later, I realized that it was better if he did get killed because he was about to go to jail. There was there was only two options. There was out only of two options out of it, and it was it was it was one of those two yeah. ways. So So I prefer that I prefer to think that he got killed and he went out kind of like he went out how he lived. Yeah, he definitely, I, I mean, I, I thought it was pretty clear and pretty obvious from all the different little subtle signs. You know, we won't deep dive it right now, but I think that he definitely gets shot there yeah. from the dude coming out of the bathroom. From the side. He from looks side up and it goes to the side, yeah. The, there, That was a really interesting scene at the end in this diner 
because it's it's really from his perspective so much so they did such a good job with it like the directing of it yeah and i also think that it's an underrated ending everybody mostly that when i talk to people they don't like it they think it was including a, you you've been a staunch I'm, I'm using staunch again yeah too much you've too been much a, roger staunch back too many staunches you've been a staunch hater of the sopranos ending uh not until i when i rewatched it i had more love for it okay so you, you're and, backtracking you're backpedaling i mean you're yeah, copping a plea no nah, that's fine <laughs> fifth it, it was fifth i plead the fifth every time so he's sitting there in the diner and every time someone comes in the door, the, the bell rings. The bell rings. And he looks up. And they've done such a good job. They did such a good job with it. You almost sitting there watching it are in Tony's body. Yeah. Like you're sitting there as him. It, it was, it was, it's a really, really classic scene. It's underrated. And, and it's just, it, it's, it's one of the better scenes in all of TV shows that I've ever seen, yeah. in my personal opinion. The, the the suspense that they were able to and build then it, and then it goes black at the end which to me is what he sees yeah because that's what you're seeing in that scene is you're seeing what he sees the bell rings you're seeing what he sees the yeah. bell rings you're seeing what he sees and then boom meadow comes in the bell rings he looks up the guy comes out of the bathroom bang bang with the yopper with the yopper and and then you see black yeah because that's what he sees he yes. sees black it's over it's no more man yeah it, it's sad but i think and i do agree with what i said earlier i agree with my own self that's the way it had to go i i agree it, it was it was the way to end that show and it's an absolute it was ahead of its time it really laid the blueprint for a lot of shows of that ilk i mean so really to, to me every show since there there could be some some truth to that for sure now nico also said here and and this is funny because you listen to this podcast but for any other wolves out there who are serious fans of the sopranos check out the talking sopranos podcast for a deep dive into each episode with michael imperioli and steve sherpa or sharippa sharippa i so, love steve sharippa I haven't listened yet, but I am 100% going to listen to that podcast. I love The Sopranos, and they were both incredible characters. So I'm really interested to hear the deep dive from their perspective. They were in the show. Yeah. So one thing I'll just very quickly touch on it. Michael, a.k.a. Christopher Moltisante, he's a super uh, film buff, like film student, like hardcore. Like I've heard lo- that. I've loves heard that before, the arts yeah. and plays and all this stuff. So his viewpoint of, of it is from that like perspective right and steve shrimp was just a kind of a guy that likes tv that got into film late just a dude from bensonhurst yeah like a guy that was like when he was like 35 was like hey i want to try to be in a movie it's always kind of cool when you see people get into acting really late you know you think about acting and think that you know you got to be like you know young and uh, attractive and yeah exactly really physically fit and all these different things and the truth of the matter is you know some of my favorite actors really came in kind of late in the game. Yeah. So it, it is kind of interesting to see. Mac Lowry, what up, gang? Checking in from Japan. Wow. Incredible. Me and some folks at work went in on how a versus battle between Busta Rhymes and Missy Elliott would end up. Thoughts? Give me, give me some. Wow. That's actually, 
you know, we, that's a really we, we were talking about comparable there. I think that's that would that would low key be a great matchup for for anyone not familiar with the versus battles. They started on Instagram. Now you can watch them on Apple TV. It's, it's huge. It's a spectacle, right? Swiss Beats um, is in on it. Somehow. Is is I don't know if he's the creator of it or, or whatever, or but he's definitely kind of like the face behind it. And there's been some there's been some great ones. Yeah. Now Busta versus Missy Elliott. They it, it's funny because they both kind of have a similar type of eccentric no that's what I'm style. saying it's the, the the comparable there between the two is actually really interesting and really uh valid i don't know yeah what is i i guess just without looking at the discographies i'm not like full disclosure i'm not like a huge fan of either in that i think they're both really dope and accomplished a ton and are very unique artists but i don't really listen to either yeah now i have like i remember the first time i ever heard buster rhymes and i was like who i was i was a little kid yeah it was it was like one of the early rap songs that i remember yeah i got you all in check it was really really cool it was i was like this is this dude is so cool i remember the album artwork just i was just like and he had the huge do you remember that music video i don't remember the music video but he's like it's the, like he's like on his out. I forget, but the, the music video. Of it. The music video. I want to say he's in like a crazy room with like a fisheye lens, and he's got on like a shiny or like a bubble suit. I, I it was, it was very very different to the other stuff that I had seen and heard it up to that point, and even through his career, kind of very very unique dude and a New York City dude. So we have that New York City bias, but. Like, what's the best Busta Rhymes song? Pasta Cavarcier? Like, no, no, no. Wuha. Th- there's that. Okay. Uh, he, I, I don't think I don't think that that would be considered his best song. No? Right? No, I don't think so. Well, he, he had like a resurgence, I want to say, in like the mid-2000s, and he had a song called Break Your Neck. Break Your Neck was, was like a huge hit. I, I think a lot of people would probably consider that one of his best for sure. Um, he had like three songs on whatever album that was that were huge. Yeah, he's had some hits, man. He's had some, he's definitely had some hits. I want to say he also is on an album called The Violator, and he has a feature on that album that was really, really good. He was on Remember This. You'll remember this because we uh, we loved this soundtrack, but Hit Him High. Oh, yeah, he's got the Hit Him High yeah. feature, which is yeah. unbelievable. The Space Jam soundtrack is really, maybe the really, best soundtrack ever. Really, really, really good. Um, put your hands where my eyes could see. Yeah, that's another really good one. Uh, dangerous. Give me some more. The one that Give you come on. Uh, man. Oh, what's it gonna be? I just pulled up a list here now. What's it gonna be featuring Janet Jackson? I forgot all about that one. I want to say a really I remember the music video, but I don't really remember the song. That's a that's a really really good one. Man, break your neck is on here. Yep, past the Cavarcier. Make it clap. I know what you want with Mariah Carey. Light your ass on fire with Pharrell. Man, so he's got some. He's got. Some he's, hits. he's got some. He's got some. Uh, he's got some hits, man. He's really, really got some hits. Man, he's got. Man, he even did a, a, a joint with Lincoln Park. 
Yeah, he was kind of like on that. There's he, a lot here. There's a lot, lot, lot here. Okay, so, and then him versus Missy Elliott. So what would her best songs be? So she's had, she's had a lot of stuff too. Flip so, it and reverse it. So get your freak on is the first one that that, that I think. Flip it of. and reverse it, right? Yeah. So um, what else does she have? Let me look at her discography here. I definitely wouldn't be able to name as many Missy songs off the top without um, pulling up a discography for her. Like I said, it's not, you know, she was never really like in my personal rotation, so to speak. So Really talented. Oh, no, oh incre- just- in- incredibly talented. So let's see what we got here as far as singles go. So The Rain. I can't stand the rain. Yeah. So that was a really good one. Sock it to me. Um, what else we got here? What else we got here? Get your freak on. One minute man. I remember that one. That was with. Uh, I think that one was with Trina. Um, Shots fired. Work it. Uh, oh, oh, work yeah. it. D- d- so work d- it is get your freak on is different. Yeah, two two different songs. So so you were what quoting work it. No, I think I'm doing Get Your Freak On. Uh, all right. Who, wh- I, 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 let's not butcher your lyrics okay. here. But um, what else do we got? Uh, yeah, I'm going to say just looking through these. I'm, I'm going gonna, Busta, I, I think. I'm, I'm going Busta. I'm going Busta. Sorry if if we went a little too in-depth on that one. It was, it was to me, it was a really interesting pairing. And it's not like for DMX and Snoop, I could name 20 songs from each of them just off the head, yeah. J- you know what I mean? Just off the dome. But so I'm here for the versus battles. I love them. I love the energy. And I think that in 2020, 2020 has been a rough year. And I think that sports and music is an outlet and a way it's almost like helps with mental health, man. Yeah, yeah. Like it really does. I, for me personally, it surely does. I agree. Patrick Pogue, what up young buckets and foam Rogan. I wow. like that. That's got a nice ring to it. Foam Rogan, talk to me nice. Yeah. Do you have anything planned for episode 100? We are getting there soon. And can we get an update or any news on the Great American Wolf Gathering? Okay, wow. Okay, so we are getting up on 100 episodes. Yeah. A hundo. Two Virgils. Two Virgils. It's, uh, damn, episode 95. We're almost there. We'll have to think of something. What could we do? Maybe 100 will be the episode that we launch the visuals on. Okay. Let's do that. I don't think per the promise of August, I don't think it would happen. Well, we just said that we would get it done in August. We would get it done sometime in August before the month was over. Okay. But I mean, that's five episodes away. Right now is August 4th. Oh, so we'd have to, well, if we have to lag it a little bit by a couple days in honor of the two Virgil episodes. Yeah. Right, so we have to call that two Virgils, right? Yeah. That episode? Yeah, it could. Okay. Or just the 100 emoji. As far as the American Wolf Gathering, the great American Wolf Gathering, I might add. So for those of you who've been following and and tuning in for a while, have been rocking with us, then you know that we actually, it's been our dream to open a coffee shop. And it's been- One uh, of our dreams. One of our dreams to open a coffee shop for a couple years now. And, you know- just to give you a little bit, I, I won't go all all mushy gushy on on the uh, the listeners here. You know, if you're if you're tuning in right now, my lips to your ears. Okay, so uh, 
Buckets and I, you and I, we, we, we come from nothing. We, you know, we, we come from nothing. We were basketball players and had a one track mind in that regard. Yeah. Right. Like I didn't do well in school. Uh, I considered myself a smart kid. You know, I, I think I'm a smart dude, but never really uh, put the effort forth in school. We didn't study anything related to what we do now, although I do think sports has has helped. Tremendously. Right. But so when when you and I started the YouTube channel like seven years ago, we were we were struggling a little bit, right? We didn't uh we both had knee surgery. We didn't have much money. We started doing these YouTube videos as again like an outlet. Yeah. Right. It almost was like a mental health thing. It was something that we we love sneakers and, you know, talking about sports and movies and it's just something we were passionate about. And so we started doing it to kind of pass the time and have fun a little bit. And we started doing those videos right out of this back door to my left on top of a parking garage rooftop. Yeah. And we would get kicked out by the cops who would, you know, you know, tell us, you know, hey, what, are you, what are you guys doing? Get out of here. Beat it losers. Wow. Okay. Um, and shots fired by cops to us. And and, and so it was, no, there was a few times that they got pissed. I know you remember that, but no, no, for sure. So, because technically we weren't supposed to be up there, but it was all about the visuals. It's all about the shot. And I care very much for the shot. So now we have the workshop, 2000 square foot studio, exposed brick on the walls, high ceilings, beautiful place. And so we've been, putting in a ton of work, the the support from everyone has been uh, such a blessing. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, that's that's the thing that always blows me away the most is the love because without that, and, and I do want you to know this, you know, I'm not saying this because it sounds good or it's the, you know, the politically correct thing to say when you have, you know, a, a platform or to try to, entice you to support more or any of those things uh we, we we love each and every one of you if you're listening right now we got love for you because big time, big time. because you are allowing us to do something that we love together and we're not so naive or arrogant that we can't see that yeah. like i always think it's super corny when you see you know someone on youtube or social media or a creator that is literally benefiting off of a platform built by the support of others and yet somehow think they're above that support. They think they're above that support and they think somehow they're some kind of like movie star or something. Yeah. Like it's not the case at all. Like Denzel Washington is Denzel Washington. Like it's the best actor ever. He's absolutely the best actor ever. No, have you heard that song? Yeah, I have, I have. But, and- there would be some debate on best actor ever, but probably my favorite actor ever. We've talked about that before. All I, I say all that to say that the next step for us, right? It was the parking garage to a spare bedroom to, it would, well, actually, to be technical, it was a picnic bench to a parking garage to a spare bedroom to the workshop. And the next thing for us is going to be something that is so dope i i think people are going to want to come from all over yeah and that's the 
that's how much energy we're going to put into it. And it's going to be a coffee shop. It will be the workshop, which will be part of the same building, but a separate entity, which will be where we'll record these podcasts, shoot our videos, do all of our social stuff, do, do everything. We'll have all of our uncivilized stuff. It'll basically be like a hub for everything that we do. But I also want it to be like a hub for culture and everything that we love. Yeah. And everything, and you know, that's the thing, right? Like we talk about some of the negative aspects of the internet often, you know, some of the negativity and not just for us, but, but just in general, yeah, yeah. you know, how it can be a little bit depressing sometimes, but the beautiful part, you know, it's a gift and a curse. The beautiful part, the gift aspect of it is the fact that you can connect yeah, with connect- like-minded people. Yeah, yeah. The connections. Like to me, that's crazy. Like you'll remember this. Remember when we started the YouTube channel. Okay. Yes. We had been doing it for a few months and it was a lot of work. A lot. You were putting in, you were up all night editing just an intro slate for the video. Yeah. yeah. And a different time. We weren't making any money. We were spending money. We weren't making money and we didn't have much money. And so we stopped doing videos for a little while and we started getting messages from people. And this is long before we had, you know, thousands and thousands of subscribers yeah. or anything like that. You know, I don't, we might've had a few thousand subscribers on, on, on YouTube, if that, and we started getting messages from people in the Philippines yeah. and Serbia and all over the place. Yo, we love you. And I remember the conversation you and I had about, man, this is crazy. Yeah, people are watching us over there. Like you and I, like we know New York City. We know uh, Tampa. We know the 90s. You know, but it was it was crazy to me. Places I had never been, places I had never dreamed of going had people showing love and showing support. Yeah. So um, I say all that to say that when we open the coffee shop, the workshop, the whole thing, it's going to be special it's going to be awesome and we're going to do whatever we can to help anyone who wants to get here for the grand opening um do so yeah and so um yeah stay tuned i would say just to put a time frame on it 2021 okay it yeah. was initially supposed to happen this year but with covid-19 it's been really really difficult difficult and i think it's actually been um, fortunate that we didn't start that because it would have been really hard to launch a business, especially a coffee shop in the midst of everything that's going yeah. on. Yeah. So, um, 2021 Wolfpack gathering. We out you. We out you. Jordan Venegas. Hope all is well with you both and the Wolfpack. What's the process in choosing the perfect music for each shoe video on YouTube? Okay. So that would that would be you. Buckets chooses the music. So what would um, you just go well, with your instinct? Well, yeah, we we have a a site that we use that has like a, a library. Li- yeah, licensing free music. So like we pay so that we can use the music. Right. We 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 pay so we can get access to that <clears throat> library. And I basically go through and I watch the visuals or whatever. And I for every sneaker, I think that there's a different vibe kind of thing. And I listen and I play some of the B roll and I play the song. So you're, I, like, you're like the Beethoven of sneakers. You're like the Mozart. Yeah, kind of. All right. A I'll, new, ta- I'll take that. A new a new AKA. Yeah, new alias. All right. I'm not mad at it. <clears throat> Cowlin Fleming. 
What's up, lads? Has there ever been lad is a great word, by the way. Yeah, fantastic. What up, lads? Has there ever been any sports that you wish you played more of when you were younger or wish you knew more about at the time? Hmm. I would say no. I I love basketball. Basketball pumps through my veins, but I will and I started playing very young. What I will say is I wish I knew how to train my body properly. And I wish I knew about nutrition. I wish I wasn't, you know, we grew up, right? Young, you know, going back, young kids in New York City. We lived out in Jersey for a while. Young, you know, not a lot of money, didn't really know much. Like there was no private lessons. And, you know, a lot of people make it to the NBA without, yeah. I mean, LeBron wasn't getting private lessons. I'm yeah. not trying to say you need private lessons, but I feel like things have advanced so, so much. much now, yeah. especially if you do have money and resources. Like, for example, there's a reason that a lot of NBA players have kids who then go on to play in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. I guarantee you the percentage of NBA players whose kids go on to play a professional sport or just pro athletes in general oh, it's high. whose kids go on to play pro athletes is a whole lot better than normal people. And I say normal as in non-pro athletes, yeah. kids go on to play pro. Exactly. So, I mean, Steph Curry, Pat, like Pat Mahomes, dad was like, um, there's a, so many of them. He was a, a baseball player, but he wasn't even like a star, but he, he was a professional athlete. There's, there's so many of them. And I mean, even Clay Thompson, yeah. you know, who's backcourt mates with Steph Curry. So, you part of that is maybe just dna i mean you know it makes sense that you know for example our dad is a really fast runner and everyone in our family can run really fast yeah you know me not as much in the moment but we i mean you have been, tremendous speed though yeah You're, yeah we, we've we've been speedsters in our life that's for sure so the point that i'm making is i don't wish i played more of a sport i wish i knew how to play smarter and train smarter on and off the court. You know? I, I wish – I was actually just talking to my buddy about this the other day. I wish – I had more time. time. Yeah. Denzel. No, I wish that I played baseball maybe my senior year because it's like in the springtime. It would have just been a fun thing to do. Okay. And, and my best friend was a baseball player. So Makes sense. It would have been like just a fun time. You know what I mean? Blake Wellican, flyer than a pelican? Flyer than a pelican, my man. Okay. All right. So – but – to me, that's actually one of the best parts of of playing a sport is the camaraderie of the team. Oh, it's, it's probably the best part. It's, it's unmatched. No, but I'm saying like you, when you watch sports, you don't have camaraderie with the team. You're just a fan of a team or a player or whatever. Right, but as far as playing goes, I agree. On the yeah. playing side of it, th- that's probably my favorite thing yeah. is is the the bond and the relationships that you form and develop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. For he today who sheds his blood with me shall be my brother. You know, you, you, you ride into battle with, with, uh, with your guys. And, you know, one thing about sports too is it's such a great way to bring people together. All I agree. different walks of life, you know, all different places and countries. And it's, it kind of can, has the power to transcend all of that well, and, that's and bring what, people together. That's what LeBron said after the first game where they beat the Clippers. He basically said basketball has always been bigger than basketball. It's bigger than the players. It's bigger than the, the refs and the guys and the coaches. And it's, I agree. It's much bigger than that. I agree 100%. Justin Monty. What up, fellas? The question is tailored towards buckets. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, here I am. I'm ready. 
Since I know my guy Foamy isn't a big fan of being in the ocean. I am not. Okay. What are some good spots to go snorkeling in Florida? Looking to spend some time in the water down there next year after attending the coffee shop grand opening. I love it. Wow. I love that you all are excited about the coffee shop. That excites me. You know, I might even, I'm going to get on it today. Yeah, you go. I'm going to start lining stuff up. Um, Right now, by the way, we're still trying to find a, a property. Yeah. For those who don't know, we actually put in an offer on a property and uh, didn't get accepted. That was right before the quarantine started, so I'm glad it didn't get accepted. But uh, still looking for the right spot. Um, stay safe, my dudes. Wolfpack, we all we got. So uh, give them some good snor- snorkeling spots real quick. And then I know I see we're over an hour here, so then we'll try to speed round through a few of these. Okay, good. So the, the best snorkeling spot that I found is Key Largo. Insane. I saw the video footage. It looked ridiculous. Key West is what a lot of a lot of tourists would think key largo is much better okay key largo there you go um austin ortiz curious what each of your favorite uncivilized pieces are that never hit the streets and what made you guys want to start a clothing brand anyway um my favorite is a is the ryan gosling placed Place beyond the pines uncivilized tea that was a good one yeah we never released that it never happened damn that was a good one though maybe we'll make that a patreon exclusive that was a really really good one he's such a man we, such a such a cool care like a, where he's counting the money yeah yeah, yeah that, that that's a good one he's all yatted up yeah, yeah. he's got a physique like me it's that, yeah, that, oh, yeah. that, that, wow. that, that was okay. a good one i would say my favorite piece that we have not released yet and it's something that i've got asked a ton of questions about every time i wear it is the um the bleached Oh, the Uncivilized, uncivilized Motor yeah, Company. Yeah, 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 that's a good one, too. Yeah, the Uncivilized Motor Company. We did the hoodie. We didn't do the shirt. We didn't release the shirt. Yeah, exactly. So I'd say that's probably the favorite that hasn't released yet. Yeah. Okay. Um, what else do we got? Oh, what made you guys want to start your own clothing brand? The I would say, and correct me if I'm wrong, that for us, for you and I, over the last seven years, what we've tried to do is create stuff 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 yep that we like and we think is dope yes and sometimes it's an absolute swing and a miss like our early videos sucked ass they were terrible i think that they sucked but i think you got to look at it in the context of what they were and what was available at the time yeah now did i display a ridiculous mental library of Mental acuity of pop culture, of movie, music, and pop culture, you know, sports references. Yes, 100%. Um, off the dome, just going absolutely nuts. But the point being is that for us, it's just about creating kind of what we want to create. Yeah. And trusting that they will find the right people. And, 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 and that's, that they'll resonate with people who they resonate with. Exactly. And, and, and kind of just trusting the process yeah i know it's kind of a cliche thing but trust in the process so um we started the clothing brand because we kind of wanted cool clothes to wear yeah stone cold steve austin austin diatri what's up dudes and fellow wolf packians i've recently become addicted to golf golf i've played a little bit as a kid but just recently got back into it and i love it i was wondering if you guys would be interested in giving it another shot i remember you guys told me the story about trying it in college but the clubs were too small etc i love being outdoors hanging with friends making fun of yourself when you hit a bad shot 
I'm terrible, LOL. You guys are both athletic dudes, and I think you could get pretty good at it. P.S. found some 91 Vladi Divac cards for buckets in the stash I told you about, Foamy. Wow. You, you, you are, you're the 2020 Vladi Divac. I'll take it. Vladi Divac was nice, dude. He, I mean, he was a skilled man. He was a very skilled man. And that's a wonderful memory on the college and, golf. An incredible memory. I'm going to say, do I have interest in golf? I don't like hot weather. Okay. So I'm going to say it doesn't really appeal, but they say a lot of the money deals get made on the golf course. That's what I've heard. I make money moves yeah. on the golf course. Yeah. So I'm not into it. One is because I've had different surgeries on my left knee. You don't like the twist. I don't like to twist it. I don't like to torque on my knee. All right. That is required. Like there's a lot. That's of, what was hurting Tiger for a while there is, you know, he was. He had to get an ACL like surgery basically. Yeah. He was, you know, too much torque on the knee. Yeah. Okay. So for me, it's out, but it seems like it could I'm be I'm going to say maybe down the line. I like mini golf. Mini golf's cool. Mini golf's cool. John Paul Gillette. Gillette. And, yeah. and I was butchering that name for a very long I time. I asked him. It's Gillette. So did I. Oh, so really? I. Yeah. He, did he send you the, the best a man can get? Yeah, did he send you the audio? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah me yeah, too. Yeah. So what do you say to black people who don't support the BLM movement? Okay. Um, I say that as a white dude, it's not my place to say anything to a black dude in this country about how he should feel about things. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, that's just, you know, one of the things, right? I mean, in 2020, there's been a lot of bad in 2020, but I choose to look at it that I think it's going to result in good changes I and agree. things for the better. But it's not, you know, Jonathan Isaac, who's a basketball player for the Orlando Magic. Yep. He chose to stand for the national anthem when everyone else was kneeling, took a lot of heat for it, and a few days later, he tore his ACL, and a lot of people, inevitably, as you might expect, you know, making jokes, taking shots at him, saying he deserved it, you know, I bet he takes a knee now. That's fucked up. Yeah, you, you know, it, it, it's... um To wish injury on someone else is it's something to, to, I'll to, never to, do. To wish... There are bad people in the world. Oh, to to I'm, wish I'm injury on an athlete in that situation. And some of the stuff that I saw on social media is a bunch of white people. Yeah. Talking shit about a young black dude who plays in the NBA yeah. who now tore his ACL and is having his livelihood affected. I just don't think that's the place for white people to, you know, as a white dude, right? I think... What we need to do is to take responsibility for things, to take action, to do what's right. And none of that encompasses talking shit about a black dude and, and where they stand on that particular yeah. stance or thing. So uh, John Paul Gillette, that's how I feel about it. Ozzy, how do you feel the NBA reset is affecting the teams that didn't make it? I'm a Hornets fan, and I feel like the young guys could really use the reps. P.S. The podcast without buckets is like the NBA without Jordan. Hey. No, no, no. Hey. No, 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 no. Yeah, I agree. No. Hey, I agree, bro. Wow. 
No, it's like the NBA without PJ Brown. Whoa, okay. <laughs> whoa, I disagree. So I um, disagree. Uh, Ozzy, Other bro. Ozzy, you're a Hornets fan. We are, not you, I guess. I am a Knicks fan. So I feel your pain. The young guys could always use the reps, but at the same time, the teams didn't do it. You know, it's not. They didn't do the, enough. The NBA get, is not charity. Yeah. And, and the teams didn't do enough to really deserve to be there, quite frankly. So I know it hurts. Trust me. I'm a lifelong Knicks fan, and it hurts my heart. Jonathan Bencosme. What's good, gentlemen and fellow Wolves? Real quick, got to back up my guy buckets with the Florida Food Talk. I was stationed in Jacksonville for a few years, and I'll co-sign the public sub as the Florida food staple. There we go. Okay. Jonathan also has a fantastic mustache. Okay. All right. Shouts to the mustache. Topic with basketball. What is your starting five for the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and 10s? Whoa. And which this this will have to be a deep dive. This will have to be a deep dive. And which decade would have the best team? You can be loose with positions. Example, Dirk can just be a forward if you want him and Duncan on the same team. Only rule is a player can only be a part of one decade. Example, is LeBron a 2000s guy or a 2010s guy? Should be fun to hear your top five from each era. Keep doing your thing, fellas. Stay safe, Wolfpack. We all we got. Give us a howl one time. All right, 7.8 out of 10. Thank you, thank you. We will deep dive this because this is going to require at least 15 minutes. I, but that, I'm going to say that, just – That might require an hour. I'm going to say – ah, it's really hard. I, I, I'd be tempted to take the 2010s. Well, I mean – But then it's hard to go against Jordan. Yeah, but the 2010s, you're getting Durant. You're getting, you're getting Durant, Steph. You're getting LeBron, obviously. You're getting Steph, Durant, LeBron, Anthony Hawk, Davis, Giannis, Harden. Harden. Yeah. yeah. It's Kawhi. Man, I, I'm a firm believer that players get better and better. Yeah, and, and that things are basically like if you just look at the records, like records get broken. But how about Jordan and Shaq? Although Jordan would probably be 90, Shaq would probably be. Uh, Shaq tough. could be both. I'd have to. I look guess you at, could. Put, I'd you have could to look at Shaq. where I, the way I would do it is where he played or the length that he played the majority of his career. Because Kobe's 2000s. Yes. So you couldn't have, I don't think, Jordan, Kobe, and Shaq. If you could have those three, I'd, you know. I mean, you could, but Kobe obviously wasn't in his prime in the 90s. He was in his prime in like the 2000s. Yeah, 03, 04, like that area. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I don't think you could have those three. I, I agree with you, but that's going to be an interesting one. And then obviously with the 80s, you have Magic and Larry and um, – who else? Doctor uh, J. Doctor J. Who would be a big guy from that from that era from the eighties? Kareem. Wal- Kareem Walton. Wow, Bill Walton. Nah. Bill. Bill nah. Wal- I mean, Bill Walton was a Finals Kareem, MVP. Hakeem. Uh, I uh, would. I wouldn't put him in the eighties though. No, I, I was just thinking of another yeah. big guy. He'd be the nineties. He'd be with Jordan, which would be. I'm. Tough. Uh, so, so you know what? I, I'm, I'm just going to tell you that that's what it would be between. It would be between the nineties. And the 2010s. Yeah, okay. It would basically be between the LeBron, KD, that group, and the Jordan, Hakeem. We'd have to see where Shaq would fall. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll deep dive that one a little bit more okay. on, on a future episode. Austin Cowden, a question for the mullet monarch and the Yankee fitted doyen. What's a doyen? I don't know. How do you spell it? Is that a typo or is that a real word? How okay. do you spell it? D-O-Y-E-N. Doyen. So it looks like- It must mean wearer. I see 
I see it spelled differently. Doyen, a woman who is the most respected or prominent person in a particular field. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say I'll take it. Like a matriarch situation. Um, Austin, I'll take it. Okay. Thank you. What is your starting five for daily essentials? Okay, I like this one. Wallet, phone, etc. Side note, Buckets's TikTok montage of the prison squats was top tier. Thank we you. We were just talking about yeah. that. Okay. Thank you. Um, so essentials, yes, you got to have the wallet on you at all times. You got to have the face mask. Keep that thing on me. So here, I'm going to do a little cheat though, because I keep the wallet and the face mask and the keys in the fanny pack. So really the fanny pack is the essential. Okay. But you got to still name. And I keep the phone in there. Still got to put. So those are your essentials. So phone, keys, keys, face mask, face mask, wallet, and fanny. That's Uh, five. Well, no, no, I'm not counting the fanny. You have to count the fanny. That's an essential because what you carry it all in. I feel like you're tricking the system here and I don't like it. I'm not, what, is there another thing that you want to keep in there? Uh, a placker? I like to keep a placker in there. Keep a placker on deck? I like to keep a placker in there in case I got a floss. And I like to keep chapstick in there. Flossing is key. Those are some good essentials. Me, for me, pretty much, this, so my essentials, does the Yankee fitted count? Yeah. So I'll go Yankee fitted, paramount, first and foremost. Okay. More important than the cell phone. Yes, more important than anything. So Yankee fitted, cell phone, wallet. In actuality, probably the phone's more important, but I'm going to go in that order. And what else is an essential? I mean, you got to have the car keys. Got to have the car keys. And then that leaves me with one more thing. Agua. I do keep, you know, I do keep the water on me. I got right right here. Shouts to uh, the water brand that shall remain nameless until they sponsor us. Hey, no free shout outs. No free shout outs Um, for the big brands anyway. Um, And then what's my fifth? Choose wisely. Coffee. Got to have coffee. I got to have coffee every day. I'm going to I'm gonna go with uh, essential. I'm going to go with a bottle of water. Okay. There you go. Okay. What else we got here? So Buckets is flashing the clock and shaking his hey, head. Time to get out of here. Okay. So Buckets is not happy. How many more we got here? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. We're going to speed round. Them. Wow. Okay. I'm Let's ready. Let's do it. I'm ready. The Cali Boricua. I'm, and I'm going to read them really fast. Okay, too. I'm going to be like an auctioneer. Okay. A splashdown in the Gulf for the first time in 45 years. Let's hear your thoughts about SpaceX and their successful Crew Dragon launch and return. You guys booking that ticket to go see Mars now. Was that a good reading? That was so good. That was the most impressive thing you've ever done. Okay. Excellent. Because I, I was reading so fast, I have no idea what I read. So the SpaceX mission the launch successful. They landed in the Gulf. Super happy about it. Super happy that no one got hurt. I'm not going. I'm staying here. No. I'm not fucking leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. In the words of Leonardo DiCaprio, The Wolf of Wall Street, I'm not fucking leaving. I would love to go. I would love to go to, to, go outer, to Mars. Come on, to go man. to outer space. Are you kidding me? No, I would love it. I mean, I'm not trying to be there forever. No, 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 no. Little visit, little vacation. A little. Va- you're never gonna come back, bro. No, no, no. No, L- no that's the whole point. They're making it safe. They got stuff out there that you don't want to see. Okay. You think the ocean is scary? Outer space. Okay. Much scarier. Lacondo. Salutations, gentlemen. Hope all is well with you and the rest of the pack. A bit of a somber note today because of the loss suffered by a podcast favorite, Frank Ocean, who lost an 18-year-old brother over the weekend. Oh, God, really? Thoughts and prayers bless up. Damn, really? I didn't even know he had a brother. Um, Is this a real thing? I want to Google this because- um, I mean, it's unfortunate. Very, very unfortunate. Man, um, Frank Ocean, he does have a brother. Um, oh, man. Okay, that sucks. Yeah, he was killed in a car crash. Oof. 
That's, uh, yeah, thoughts, prayers, positive vibes. Uh, I can't even imagine. That would be, uh, that would be brutal. You know, it's, uh, you, know, so, you know, something is cars, right? Like we get in them every day, right? But they're, they really are so dangerous. Very. You know, I, I drive all the time, you know, from here to there, and I'm, I'm always on the road almost. And um, I see car accidents all the time all the time. And, and it, it reminds me like, man, it's, things could be going so good. You know, you had a great day, you're headed home and bam, just like that, you know, you don't see something and, and, and things can end quickly. Life, yeah. life is very fragile. So, um, you know, prayers up, uh, for Frank Ocean and, and his family and all that. Derek Furman, good day to you gentlemen and shouts to all my fellow Wolfpack brethren. Here's a twofer Mount Rushmore of cereals. I think we've done that already. Um, and the Mount Rushmore of coffee creations. Some things you just got to know. Curious to know if anybody else out there is like me and runs on iced black motor oil cold brew. Hats off to you both. Bada boom, boom, cha. Okay. Um, okay, so the cereals, we Th- can- Those we are can, unspeed roundable, though. We, we can deep dive that one. The coffee creations, we're going to get to next episode. So the different basketball eras and the cereal and coffee creations, we're going to get to next episode. Um yeah. Okay. So it's because I have some coffee creations that the world needs to know about. Okay. Spiro. Um, greetings, Sir Buckets and Foamshire. Hope you've both been healthy and in good spirits. What do you think of the NBA restart so far? We talked about that. Predictions on the champion. We've talked about that. Do you think the MLB is going to survive the 60-game season? I do. I know there's been some some hiccups, and it's obviously not going smooth the way the NBA is, but I do think they'll find a way to survive it because there's money in it, and I think that this is a money-driven country. Um, predictions for the NFL-NHL returning back to play, uh, and I don't follow the NHL. Uh, the NFL, go Giants. What are you guys listening to currently? Any favorite tracks stand out? Yes, try Jesus. We played it multiple times on the last episode. Yeah. Um, and we will play it out again because last episode was a Patreon exclusive. So we'll play it out this time too. Um, so anyone who didn't hear that one can hear it on here. Um, Insane Kicks, simple question. Three things that you are genuinely thankful for on an ongoing basis. Wow. Okay. Shouts to Zane. Shouts to Zane. Um, life. Yep. Life, uh, health. And uh, love, yes. you know, family. Live, laugh, love. Exactly. Last but not least, Hunter Taylor. We got to all of them. We don't always get to all of them. This is a long episode right here. Yeah. Hunter. Hunter, what's up, dude? Just wanted to say, hope all is well and keep up the great work. You guys are killing it, and I can't wait to see what the future holds for you guys. Much love. Okay, so not a question, just love. Hey. Which goes right into the last one. Yeah. Thankful for love. There we go. Thankful for all the love. Thank you so much to everyone who tunes in. Tell a friend to tell a friend. You know, if you dig what we're tell doing. Tell a friend to tell a friend to leave a review. That's, you know what, that's maybe even a, a better advice. More paramount. More reviews, more better. You right. know, more money, more problems. More reviews, less problems. Yeah. I think, that, I think that's the way it goes. I think a wise man once said that. So. Could have happened. We played him in with possibly the greatest album intro ever. Ghostface Killer, Iron Man. 1996 we play you out with something created in 2020 by toby i you know i I gotta learn how to pronounce his last name but i don't want to sit here and butcher it 
Toby featuring Jabari Johnson. Try Jesus. Let's go. Let's do it. And why isn't it playing? I didn't hit it. Bad DJ. <laughs> Love it. Try Jesus. Not me. Because I throw hands. Try Jesus. Please don't try me. Not me, baby. Because I fight. Gonna have to scrap. Please don't try me. Because I fight. I have no problem laying these hands. Got no problem laying these hands. By the way, that is available on streaming platforms. So I'm listening to that on Apple Music and there's either a five or six track joint that I was listening to yesterday um, that he just put out, I believe called The Pandemic Project. So um, Apple Music, Spotify, whoever you use, uh, try Jesus, listen to it, dope dude, and, uh, and really good music. Episode 95 in the books. Boom, boom, cha.